<laughs> See, I don't have that issue with Kobe because that's Kobe's makeup. I don't think the rest of these guys. Like you said, Devin Booker was 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 mentored I, by Kobe. I one hundred percent understand exactly what you say. I'm just saying that that you can be mentored by somebody and not have nobody has the Kobe Bryant makeup. Like I don't see any, Kobe. Nobody has the Jordan makeup, but Kobe tried to be Jordan. I think. No, I actually disagree there. Well, it depends on what you mean by the makeup. I think that Kobe's training makeup was way harder than Jordan's. Now, and, I, and Jordan was a, a motherfucker who trained, but Kobe was a psychopath. Like Jordan, trained, Jordan trained really, really hard. Jordan never took days off. Ever. Yeah, but Kobe Bryant was like, because Kobe Bryant is, yeah, I think he's less athletic. M- MJ is mm-hmm. isn't like and Kobe is an athlete. Was an athlete, excuse me. But he wasn't an athlete like MJ though. Yeah. Kobe Kobe, Kobe, Kobe is really is Ooh, that's a good take. Kobe was just as skilled as MJ without as much athleticism. And we're not gonna say just as skilled, because ain't nobody just as. But he's Shit. he's the carbon copy now. I will say that and that's the reason where they just had the six guys and it's like, who do you bench? And the answer is bench Kobe because you got Jordan. Yeah, if and I tell people all the time, if Jordan does not exist, Kobe is probably top five. Kobe's top five now. I've heard so much about it. You talk about it all the time. I want to go there. Inside your mind. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to part two of episode 25 of the Splash Cast, our Around the League episode. I am your co-host, Reggie. I am your now-prepared co-host, Norwood. <laughs> well, here we're going to talk about news around the league, NFL, as well as college football, NBA, as well as uh, Major League Baseball, and we have our splashes of the week. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. First, we're going to start off with the NFL. We got a few topics we're going to talk about today. Uh, we're going to talk about, actually, before we talk about Carson Wentz, let's talk about Lamar Jackson and the duel that he had with Patrick Mahomes. If you oh, guys man. watched that crazy game, it was amazing. The The Chiefs started out hot. Lamar started out not. And the Chiefs took a lead, and then the Ravens, with this slew of injuries, 
uh, decided to turn up the heat defensively. Lamar started off the game with a pick six, the, the honey badger, then the next drive through another interception. Uh, but they regrouped and actually won the game. Uh, he won the game and also hurt himself, but we'll get into that. Norwood, what'd you think about that game, man? Are the Ravens going to somehow make it into the playoffs, even though they have a slew of injuries? I think we missed it. I think the fact that we missed that this is one of the best duels of black quarterbacks in NFL history is vastly underappreciated. Like this is one of the best games you could probably ever watch if you're watching football and for two black quarterbacks to do it and make it look amazing. I think it's vastly underappreciated. Um, yeah yeah man somebody uh made i think it was either uh dominique foxwork or bomani jones made a uh a point that lamar jackson for everything as good as he is you can't be bad on nationally televised games yeah the first game that they had against the raiders he fumbled at the end of the game and it's a nationally televised game and they lost can't go over two because you already have loud critics are saying that you can't be a uh quarterback you're not a a true quarterback blah 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 so that was great for him even though we know lamar is great but the critics are the critics and patrick mahomes is doing patrick mahomes things throwing the ball behind his back across the field seven yards travis kelsey looked good but the chief's defense got ran all over but it's 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 kind of like for me that's like the black peyton manning tom brady type of like comparison I don't mm-hmm. think, and I don't know if everybody kind of took a little bit of time to think about like this is the next level of epicness. Like we grew up on Tom and Peyton, all these kids now growing up on Lamar and Mahomes, and I think that's dope. And uh, shout out to letting black people play quarterback, and now shout out to black people being the very best quarterbacks in the world. Yep. I drink, to, I drink to that. Drink to that. Drink to that. So, uh, unfortunately, the last thing that Lamar did, Lamar is a showman. And when they score, he scored the touchdown to take the lead. He flipped into the end zone and ended up hurting himself. Not severely. He just hurt his hip. He got a sore hip now. And they tried to disguise it by saying, oh, we let Lamar off because of an illness. You can't say illness after you had COVID twice. So it wasn't no illness. We know that you hurt yourself when you flipped into the end zone. So uh, hopefully you learn how to slide. And you learn not to flip. <laughs> yeah, you make it tough on me, Lamar. No sooner than I can, you know, heap praises on you getting injured doing a flip into the end zone, which I ain't gonna lie, I enjoyed the flip. I saved it. It, it was good. I it saved good. it on my Instagram. But if I'm a Ravens coach, I probably want to choke you. But as, a, <laughs> as but as a fan, of thanks, man. I mean, it was highly entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, moving on, man, our next our next topic is uh, Mr. Can't Get Right himself, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, who got a spot taken by Jalen Hurts, is now with the Indianapolis Colts. And somehow. During in the game when they lost to the Rams and the Aaron Donalds. <laughs> Carson Wentz. Left the arena with a walking boot two of them yeah two walking boots looking like his knees don't be it and i just don't know how you sprain both ankles at one time 
<laughs> I can't conceptualize it. Like it's funny to me. I'm sorry, know, I ain't trying to laugh at nobody get hurt, but that's you funny. You know, to me. like first of all, if you're an Eagles fan, you're like funny story. I've seen this before. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Somehow I, I just knew that this was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. As a Colts fan, there's so many things you gotta think. Like, damn, son, both ankles. Then you gotta be like, boy. Andrew Luck, now this, like, at what point, what did y'all do to make it where y'all just can't just keep a guy alive? So Um, I have a very borderline joke when it comes to Jim Ursay and his $25,000 in cash and 200 pills that he had that he was about to distribute to. Nope, we're going to keep it moving. Going to keep it moving. (laughs) I was just like, I feel like the Colts are like, like quarterbacks are Tamagotchi, and they just let theirs die every time. <laughs> every time, dog. They just let them go. <laughs> oh. And if you're not, it's only a certain age group that's going to get the Tamagotchi joke. That's, that's funny. Um, that's well, funny, yeah, man. they are dying. Like the Colts, y'all are not good at this. Not at all, man. Not at all, man. So, uh, But honestly, T's and P's to Carson Wentz. I do hope you get it well. Uh, no. To both of his ankles, <laughs> left and right. The boy gonna get a tattoo. T on the left, P on oh, the right. Oh man! Oh, <laughs> but, oh man! But you know, it's just very unfortunate. Uh, speaking of someone being hurt, their uh, AB Antonio Brown of the Juggernaut team that is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is back on the COVID list. Um. I, I obviously to me, if he was put on a COVID list on Wednesday, it means to me that he's not playing on. He's not playing on. Uh, you think he abides by the same rules as anybody else on the planet? Nope, not when you have a when you have a blonde mustache. Obviously, you can do whatever you want to do. <laughs> Man, that's my dude. But I'm gonna tell you one thing that you should never do is a blonde mustache. <laughs> yeah, you know as what? A black man. No, no. Realistically, if you blonde and facial hair should never mix. No, uh-uh. <laughs> I have a friend who dyed his beard blonde, and it was tragic. A B has that mustache. I wouldn't. He couldn't be my friend as he got rid of that mustache. We're gonna do yeah. one or two. Either we're gonna be cool, or you gonna have that mustache, but not at the same time. Or I'm gonna push you in the direction of becoming a professional wrestler. One of the three. You got to do something. I'd probably cut that joint off in your sleep. Like, yeah. No, you can't be with me with that foolishness on your face. They're going <laughs> to they associate that with me. Now, I'm going to be associated with foolishness. I can't do it. Yep. Okay. Yep. But but uh, also along uh, Tampa Bay's team, Kevin Minter and wide receiver Travis Johnson were also placed on the COVID list as well. So uh, while we do have jokes, we do hope that they – fully recover and they don't have any other health issues pertaining Absolutely. to COVID. Absolutely. So, but that is noted. That is, you know, they're, they're predicted to go to the Super Bowl again. They brought everybody back. So hopefully they do. We can tell you I ain't predicted to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> we ain't even predicted to go to a bowl of soup. <laughs> uh, in other news, in other news, man, you know what I'm sick of? that I've seen in football is also in NFL and college is this taunting rule, man. 
this taunting rule is some bull stuff. And the fact that to me, it's kind of like in the 80s and 90s when they came up with the unsportsmanlike conduct for the university in Miami because they was kicking everybody butt so bad and telling them about it. It's the same thing. To me, it's like you can't be black. We are a flamboyant social people. We like we like to put on a show, whether especially football is all entertainment. If I'm better than you, why can't I let you know that I'm better than you? Right. I have to sit there and beat your ass and be quiet. Come on, man. Man, what you think about this taunting rule? I think is is BS. Is the NFL being the most of its its NFL self? So what's going to happen is they'll ban it and they'll be mm-hmm. like super heavy on these penalties. And then once they realize that it's going to be way better if you can enjoy the football game, like in two years, they'll come back and champion it and give you probably a personal like five second area to taunt whoever you want to because they'll understand that it sells more tickets. So you know how the NFL does it. They go, they double down on something they have no business doubling down on. And then once they find out that that's one of the best parts of their leagues, then they exploit it for money. Yeah, man. It's, it's similar to how they did cap, man. They always bring down the hammer on somebody and then they want to champion them afterwards. Like, nah, bro. no, it, it's like unsportsmanlike conduct. Like they used to hate like celebrations and stuff. Now they're like, yeah, get, get you and all your buddies down there so we can take videos and put them all over the internet of NFL yeah. players dancing. Yep. Cause you know, they still, you know, they make money off of Instagram. Absolutely. That's just another, another Avenue. So, uh, but moving on, man, NFL, man, stop being the no-fun league, dog. Stop being the no-fun league. We like the taunting. As long as it doesn't go overboard, we like the taunting. I don't Can't know why. stand I don't over know. somebody and talk to them. What? I don't, I don't know why the NFL doesn't just look at NBA and be like, oh, we should just do what they do. <laughs> Let's follow their business model. <laughs> their salary cap has gone yeah. up every year for the yeah, past exactly. five years because of revenue. Adam Silver over there making you look like a fool, and the Hawks are gonna be 100 vaccinated, and y'all over there like what? <laughs> oh man, oh man! But moving on, keeping it moving, keeping it moving, keeping it moving. Looks like the Bears are finally doing the right thing and are starting Justin Fields over Andy Dalton. Really not over. Andy Dalton is injured. Um, quotation marks, and they are now starting Justin Fields. Do you think Justin Fields flourishes this week? I will first like to address that Matt Nagy must have a very strong relationship with God. Um, The reason that I believe that is because sometimes you can be hard-headed and the Lord will move things out of your way. (laughs) In this case, Justin Fields should have been starting from day one because he is head and shoulders above above Andy Dalton. But mm-hmm. Matt Nagy, of course, is hard-headed. So, of course, it looks like the Lord has moved Andy Dalton out of the way. And in comes Justin Fields. Sometimes life just makes better decisions for you than you can make for yourself. And this is that case. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will say, if he was saving Justin Fields, there was rumors going around that he wanted to start him, but he didn't want to start him against the Rams in week one. That's a fair assessment because Aaron Donald breaks people for a living. So I wouldn't have started them there anyway. But 
Now they're playing yeah. the Browns, and I that mean, boy, now you're going against Miles Garrett and Jadavion Clowney. So I mean, it's not really that much better. So, but you, but you're also saying that you basically just roll Andy Dalton out there to die against Aaron. Sacrificial Donald. lamb, boy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I the Andy Dalton came in. I come in to be the starter. Man, niggas, like you know what? You definitely will. All right, who's playing first? Aaron Donald. You know what this reminds me of? You smoke crack, don't you, Sam? Joe! Do it again, do it again, do it again. <laughs> oh, man, that's you true. Imagine, could you imagine? But My yeah, God. Could you imagine yeah, them having that conversation? <laughs> I want to start. That's exactly what we had in mind. So I'm going to be the starter for the season? No. You're going to be the starter for two games. One thing that you will 100% not get on any other podcast in the world is Matt Nagy as Joe Clark. Um, <laughs> only here at the Splashcast. Only right here. The realest oh, podcast man. in the world, man. Oh, man. True, true, true. <laughs> but uh, we keeping it moving, keeping it moving. Our last topic is uh, Derek Henry. Uh, shout it out congratulations to uh, his single game record being broken um in florida in high school for those that know derrick henry uh set pretty much every conceivable rushing record there is in high school he rushed for uh 502 yards in a single game in this in high school in florida and up until friday that record stood until caleb wagner uh, broke his record when he rushed for 535 yards and six touchdowns. Why is that important? You think? Well, because one, Derrick Henry shouted him out, but two, Caleb Wagner was born without his left hand and part of his left forearm, so he's doing all of this with one hand. Um, it's one of it's a great feat, and uh, I hope he gets a, a scholarship. What's your thoughts on this, man? Man, first of all, 542 yards is a whole lot of football. <laughs> a whole, whole lot of football. This man was going crazy on 25 carries at that. Like, Derrick yep. Henry, Henry got 502 with 45 carries. No, that's a ton of carries in high school. Y'all, y'all damn near wrong for making that man run that many plays. But – Who's wrong, the offense or the defense? Because the defense is wrong, too, for a lot. If you had run the ball for 500 no. yards, you know what's happening. We think about this all the wrong way. It's some ninth grader on the other team. It took 45 <laughs> times he tried to tackle Derrick Henry. Now he probably somewhere in an – he's an accountant, maybe a real estate oh, agent. with a with a chronic shoulder problem. <laughs> Pitching refrigerators. Oh man, that boy got all the ice packs. What happened? I played against Yo. Derrick Henry when I was fourteen. Man, that <laughs> man was probably in pre-algebra. The next Derrick Henry's been the same size since he was in like yes. tenth grade. By the you way, he's been pre- six two two thirty since tenth grade. You got a pre-algebra test on Monday, and you have been fighting with <laughs> Derrick Henry all Friday. That is unfair. Oh man! Oh man! Need to pay him. <laughs> oh man! And then, could you imagine watching tape on Derrick Henry? Oh yeah, that's the guy who you got to tackle. No. And before he got his teeth fixed and everything, so you know he looked like Predator out there. He looked like oh. straight from the gutter. <laughs> I quit. 
I don't want no. And that was a that was the shot from hell, Richie. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. I, I, we probably go edit that out. I don't want to. Jesus like boy, <laughs> God, that's a Call of Duty scope. Like he probably never saw it coming. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But keeping it moving, keeping it moving, man. Um, <laughs> we're gonna move on over to uh Yo, this is definitely the <laughs> mega gas. <laughs> oh man, keeping it moving, keeping it moving. We're gonna move on to college football. Well, we really don't have much to talk about because this week in college football actually sucks. Uh, <laughs> shoot. I mean, the teams we care about, the SEC, they don't really play any good games this week. Georgia plays Vanderbilt. Uh, Florida plays Tennessee. Uh, so we actually have decided to come up with, you know, we hate Alliance football. So we've decided to come up with a new segment for our college football. It's the game of the week, Alliance football edition and SEC football edition. Fake football and real football. Yes. So fake football first, Alliance football. Notre Dame is playing Wisconsin to shoulder soldier field. This is battle of overrated mid. As we both know, they will collapse at the end of the year. Who you got winning this one, man, Notre Dame or Wisconsin? Well, let's keep it real. We're sitting here watching the battle of boring happen right before our eyes. <laughs> and let me tell you, this is exactly what I thought it was going to be, a whole lot of nothing. Um, <laughs> I would much rather watch paint dry, um, watch somebody change uh, their alternator on their truck. Um, pressure wash the sidewalk. Yes. Do something else, because this is boring. But Wait, I mean, wait, wait, is- wait, wait. Time now. What we're not going to do is Pressure washing is way more fun than this. Without it, pressure washing is, is out of all the unfun things to do. It is number one, and this is this is not it. So we're here to just disrespect. Oh, I would much rather, man. If if I had a sidewalk to pressure wash right now, I pressure wash the absolute shit out of it. Let me. Tell Oh, man, let's stay on track. This is funny. Stay on track, man. The SEC football game of the week, though, which is in Dallas, where you are this weekend, um, Texas A&M is playing Arkansas. And surprisingly, Arkansas is undefeated. Now they haven't really played anybody. Well, no, they play Texas and they beat Texas. So Arkansas is undefeated and they're playing Texas A&M, who is the number seven team in the nation. And they are playing them in Dallas. I fully expect Texas A&M to beat the dog crap out of Arkansas. You know who else should? Jimbo Fisher with that extension they gave him without winning anything. Boy. He better for sure win this one. I'll tell you that much, sir. We're paying you a whole lot and we paid you more and you still ain't done nothing. Um, yep. So, yeah, he needs to win today. <laughs> Ooh, excuse me. He does need to win today. He does need to win today. Or they can lose and we'll have more fantastic podcast material, which <laughs> I would like. Yeah, they can blow it. They can blow it, but it is what it is. I, uh, I mean, wow, we've done this segment for twenty-two minutes. I didn't see that coming. Well, you on fire, man. <laughs> uh, if you don't have anything else, man, we come to the end of our football segment. As we're sitting here watching Notre Dame and Wisconsin, and I just saw the quarterback for Notre Dame go back and fall on third and goal, and then they just missed the field goal. Alliance football at its greatest. <laughs> And the bad part is you're going to have this alliance and then you're still going to have this type of football. All the time. Well, ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, let's get into some news around the NBA. 
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to our NBA Around the League segment, a part two of episode 25 of the Splash Cast. This one's going to uh, go pretty quickly. We got a couple topics we're going to talk about. Uh, nothing too crazy. Well, actually, we do have one crazy topic. But uh, first, we're going to talk about Jordan and Melo and how Michael Jordan gave Carmelo Anthony advice when he first came into the league about how to average 20 to 20, 20 to 30 points a game and how to get it. Norwood. Yeah. What did Jordan say to, uh, what was the gist of what Jordan said to, to Melo? So, you know, Melo is getting into the league and apparently Jordan breaks it down where he kind of explains him how to get to 28 points. He says, you know, you should try to get, you know, two layups, try to get fouls, shoot a free throw, but just basically breaks down that you should try to get seven points a quarter. If you do that each quarter, then, of course, it's an easy 28 points. And, of course, if you can get ahead, especially in the first or second quarter, it's going to make the, your remaining part of the game pretty easy. Um, and then, you know, just from getting that from Jordan to the application of it, where, you know, looks like Melo took right off with that, is pretty interesting. Kind of dope to see I, the story behind it. Yeah, man, I forgot that Melo was the first signature athlete on, on Team Jordan, or Jordan yep. brand, I guess is what it's called. So... Melo said this was right after he was drafted the year after Jordan retired or the year Jordan retired. So uh, when he was the first athlete, Jordan actually invited him to spend two weeks with him in Chicago. And they trained every morning, six, six thirty in the morning and broke down film. And that's when Jordan pretty much gave him the the tips or the pointers to learn how to get 28, 30 points a game. And Melo took it and ran with it. So that's 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 pretty dope. And that's pretty cool of him to do that yeah you would uh-huh. think like especially a relationship of 16 years like that's actually pretty interesting i wonder what the dynamic of of carmelo and mj oh you already know what it is if, if jordan had the same dynamic with kobe and said you know at 1988 my i'd have kicked your ass at any year that you were good you know he talking shit to mellow Mello ain't got no rings <laughs> <laughs> yo mike probably be roasting mellow at <laughs> all the time you, you couldn't even get one <laughs> all the time but I, I let you borrow one of mine yeah. <laughs> it is what it is uh moving on moving on man uh before we get to the t-wolves let's let's talk about andrew wiggins and his the former timberwolf who's now with the golden state warriors andrew wiggins made the news because he does not want to take the vaccine and they are concerned in the NBA front office as well as the Warriors front office uh, because he doesn't want to take it. He actually tried to use the re- religious reasons issue, saying that he didn't want to take the uh, the vaccine for religious reasons. And he submitted a claim for that and he was denied. Do you think Andrew Wiggins actually eventually takes the vaccine or you think he's just going to sit out? That's a lot of money to leave on the table. I wonder if he wants out. To go where? Somewhere else. Like I feel like, you know, Clay coming back, there may be less, you know, of a of a role for him. I can see him wanting out. I mean, I, I don't know. First of all, if you say it's for a religious reason, how how did, like does somebody quantify your religion? I think that's really interesting to me. Um yeah, so he said he said he's he's been vocal about it 
the entire time since the vaccine came out, he said he's not going to take it unless he's forced to. But now you you you've put a lot of you've put your future in up in the air because they can just say no. And I'm sure there's some sort of somebody that you diminished your trade value that the Warriors were trying to move you. Who's going to take somebody yeah. that refuses to get the vaccine? Yeah, the Hawks are 100 vaccinated, so you know that would be problematic. Um, <laughs> and if, yeah, you, if you, you can't come into the arena, like you pretty much are just down a person. I don't, I don't, I get, yeah, I don't love it, but it is problematic. Uh, I don't think that you should have to take it, but yes, yeah, this is this is a lot. I don't know the answer. <laughs> I don't think there really is an answer. Yeah, uh, I will just have to wait and see how this goes. Um, not, you can't be like you gotta take it, but if they tell you gotta take it, do you gotta take it? <laughs> yes, they can be. You gotta take it. You had to take it to go to school. You got you had to get the chicken pox vaccine. Well, we didn't, but you got to get the chicken pox vaccine. Got to get the mumps, measles, and rubella vaccine. I mean, I, I they see, can, I can definitely say you got to take it. I can see both sides of this. I'm just glad it's not our problem. Very true. Very true. Very true. All right, and now the the big topic of the day in our NBA news, um, the Timberwolves ended up firing. They parted ways with the president of basketball operations, Gerson Rosas. At the time, it was, well, it's, it was always, it was a big surprise because he literally was just appointed as interim president recently. Um, it, the timing of the firing, as it's 29 days before the season starts, uh, caught all the players off guard. And Rosas was still holding meetings in the gym that morning when he was fired. And their star player, Carl Anthony Towns, tweeted, WTF, what the hell, what the fuck, about it because nobody saw this coming. It seems like there's some more news that has come out, though. Um, he allegedly created a toxic workplace culture and had an inappropriate relationship within the organization. Yeah, so he was doing the most. He was doing everything. <laughs> you made it bad for people to work there, and on top of that, you was dating somebody in the office. Boy, you, you got to pick one. <laughs> you can't do everything. <laughs> yeah, that man... man was- that's really a work raising hell, man. <laughs> I wonder, like, I, I, I'm interested to see more because more news is going to have to come out about this because they're going to have to provide Carl Anthony Towns with a with an explanation. Otherwise, he's just going to ask for a trade. But the way that the players reacted, the way that everybody reacted, though, I, I how well we don't know because the players aren't in the front office. I was going to say how toxic could the environment be because everybody that reacted was surprised. Yeah. So to me, I don't think it's about the toxic environment more than being about the inappropriate work relationship. That'll get you out of the pain every time. Every time. I mean, if there's a playbook of how to get fired, this is one of the plays. Inappropriate relationships. Corporate America, man. Even though you're in the NBA, you're still in corporate America. It's a corporation, dude. Don't do it, fam. It's always a bad idea. Always. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I told you that this segment was going to be pretty quick. Uh, we have come to the end of our NBA basketball segment. 29 days till the season starts. And then we're in peak sports heaven at that point. Playoff baseball, basketball, important football. Everything is important for us. Here for all, for all of it. All yes, the time. sir. Yes, sir. So with that being said, Nord, if you don't have anything else, man, let's get into some baseball. And nothing else. 
And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, as we dive into our baseball segment, news around the league, uh, Major League Baseball. We got a couple topics we're going to talk about. Uh, we're we're going to talk about how it is now coming down to the end of the season and the playoff push is in full effect. But first, we're going to talk about the Marlins Eurostep. Norwood, what is the Marlins Eurostep? Yes, baseball did something interesting that did not involve a fight. Uh, <laughs> so Jazz Chisholm, uh, he hit a home run. Uh, he plays for the Marlins. He came down, and as he crosses home plate, does a Euro step. Uh, so, of course, national pitcher Josh Rogers, he strikes him out, follows up with a Euro step. It was Ooh, great. Smoke. Yeah, it was great. It, and you know we only cover baseball for fights. Um, I'm happy they That's finally not did the Braves, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm happy that they did something interesting. Yeah, man. Uh, so I, you know, I'm always here for the baseball smoke. That's those fights are awesome. What else is there, <laughs> man? Fight and Braves win. That's all we. Really yeah, that's need. all and, we care about. And a little Euro step sauce in there, just a little bit. Yes, yeah, sir. But the thing about baseball, I we always say that baseball gets really, really entertaining in September and October because now it's playoff baseball and the push for the playoffs. And right now it is here. The National League and the American League. The thing about baseball this year seems like the teams that are really, really good are like way better than everybody else. Like it's like 90 win, and then the Braves are like right close. in between. Yes. Like Braves are right in between, but then yeah. <laughs> everybody else has 90 has 90 wins, 91 wins, or you got 60 wins, 50 yeah. wins. It, Us and the Phillies. <laughs> but uh, to keep, uh, right now, the two best teams are officially in. The San Francisco Giants clinched at least a wild card, and the Dodgers clinched their own berth as well. Uh, it just depends on who wins the division, the Giants or the Dodgers. Uh, the Brewers have already clinched at least a wild card spot as well. They are actually uh, going against the – Cardinals for uh, trying to win the NL Central. And of course, I not even of course, I didn't see the Tampa Bay Devil Rays being the number one team in the baseball. I mean, they are really, really good. And the Chicago White Sox clinched the AL Central, um, one of the more meaningless divisions. How many news, what news you know come out of the AL Central? Nothing. <laughs> Only thing that matters uh, to me is the NL East, let's be honest here. Yep. The Houston Astros. Houston Asterix. Asterix. <laughs> the, the Asterix. Uh, the magic number for them is to clinch the AL West is three. I still can't believe that they switched a whole conference while I'm alive. They went from the National League to the American League. Yeah. They got to be this. They're going to be the stupidest team ever. You cheat and you could have won. Damn. <laughs> um, the Yankees and the and the Red Sox are battling, as well as the Braves and the Phillies. So if the season ended today, uh, the American League, the East champ would be the Rays. The Central champ is the White Sox. The West champ is the Astros. Wow. The Wild Sox would be the Red Sox. The Wild Card would be the Red Sox. The second Wild Card would be the Yankees. In the National cool. League, oh. yeah, that's tough. The National League would be the Braves, then would be the East champ. The Brewers would be the West, the Central champ, and the Giants would be the West champ. And the first wild card would be the Dodgers, and the second wild card would be the Cardinals, who have won 14 straight games. <laughs> so, right now, 
Uh, everything is really up in the air, and hopefully, uh, the Braves end yep. up <laughs> winning their division, and we don't have to play in the wild card round. As we sacrifice the Atlanta Falcons on their behalf, the Falcons self sacrifice. <laughs> they sacrifice themselves, dog. <laughs> and baseball is done. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of our baseball segment. We are now going to move on to our splashes of the week. No, we have no respect for baseball. Rightfully so. It's like watching Alliance football. Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are with our final segment of episode 25, part two of the Splash Cast, our Around the League segment. We call this segment Splashes of the Week. This time, we only have one splash of the week, but it's pretty funny, pretty funny. I love it. (laughs) So, I don't know how to say this name. I'm going to try it. The vice president of Suriname uh, decided to... (laughs) He picked himself to play for the pro soccer team he owns in an elite match, made himself the captain, <laughs> and went out there and played. He's 60 years old. Norwood, what would you do if your 60-year-old coach of high school said, you know what, I'm gonna make, I'm going to play. I'm the captain. Wait, I think you're looking at this incorrect. Do you think 60 years old, I wouldn't do this? There. I would 100% be out there. <laughs> Man, out there fat. Out of shape, bald. He out there, bald, fat, out of shape. Like, yep. And I'm the captain. How about I'm the captain now? <laughs> then he was handing out money after the game. There's nothing to not love about this entire story. And <laughs> I think that this should be uh, recorded in Black History. This is a this is a big day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he played 54 minutes and then he subbed himself out. <laughs> because it didn't go as he planned and they were down three nothing when he subbed himself out <laughs> oh man talk about the entire audacity <laughs> <laughs> and to make up for it after the game he was handing out wads of cash to the players as kind of a, like my bad which now be investigated by the soccer panel so <laughs> so I want to know how you don't love this entire story. (laughs) This is the best thing I've heard in 2020-21. If I make a whole lot of money, I'm going to buy a sports team, make myself captain, go out there and play, and then pay y'all a bonus afterwards. My man's just just so out of shape out there looking like, yep, I'm on your team now. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Hey, man. I like it. It is what it is, dog. You want to know what? what? It is. That is way more interesting than watching Notre Dame play Wisconsin. Because they it is three nothing, and they are throwing the ball into the ground like they aiming for the numbers. <laughs> yeah, this is this, <laughs> this is some horrible football, man. Somebody but, uh, paid. Somebody paid to watch this too. All the people in the stands, you know how mad I be. I'm risking life and limb going out there with COVID in the air to see these two teams throw the ball into Boy. the ground. <laughs> Oh, he missed it. Uh, so- <laughs> <laughs> okay.
day. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the episode 25. <laughs> Reggie is currently sick of everything. <laughs> this He's is there. bad, man. Ah, he missed it. <laughs> like, no shit. <laughs> we saw that coming. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, man. But ladies and gentlemen, we come to the end of episode 25, part two of the Splash Cast. Uh, we've talked about a myriad of things. We talked about Alliance football and how bad it is. We talked about uh Carson Wentz messing up both of his ankles at the same time. We talked about Jordan giving Mello advice and Andrew Wiggins trying to use his religion to not take the COVID vaccine, as well as Euro steps in Major League Baseball and Rich government officials doing what the hell they want in Central American countries, South American country. Uh, I don't think I've missed anything else. If I haven't missed anything else, man, Norwood, take us out. Number one, more black baseball. Number two, more black cowgirls and cowboys. Number three, more self-appointed soccer players. (laughs) Uh, We got to get back to the forefront immediately. Uh, this also means that it's Thursday. So on Tuesday, we had the Atlanta edition. I gave you 12 hot ones on Wednesday. And now here we are around the league on Thursday. Thank you for rocking with us all week. You could have been anywhere else in the world. You came in, kicked it with me and Reggie. We thank you so much. And of course, hang out. Hang out. Remember, like, subscribe, rate us, review us, give us five star rating. Uh, other than that, man, we will see y'all next week. And appoint yourself to your local soccer team at any cost. <laughs> Late night shit. Peace out. Adios, mi amigos. Late night shit. Tunnel vision, ain't seeing shit but the mission. Stuck off in the system that wants you dead or in prison. Gotta risk a life just in order to make a living. Hope you know that with them sharks is where you swimming. And I'm just sitting back, just peeping the shit. I got sick of talking about it, started being the shit. And now the eyes opened up and started seeing the shit. Them niggas in the barbershop all agree with the shit. That's hard work, I put it in, and it's paying off. And fresh whites, gold frames, and some new look. Cause I know the flow too hard, but that leather soft. I hit the wax so smooth, barely ever cough. I give a fuck how you feeling. Didn't want your opinion. You wasn't down the beginning. Don't come around when we winning. I'm getting down in the kitchen. It's a five-star dish. Putting food on the plate. Call them Mr. Steak and Shrimp, punk bitch. Uh. Oh, no, a Roman's with them.